Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. Prime Minister Liz Truss has doubled down on her tax-cutting plans, insisting that her and Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng's mini-budget, announced last week, is the right plan. She appeared on several local BBC radio stations this morning to respond to criticism of what she admitted were controversial plans for the economy. It was her first media appearance since the pound dropped to record lows in response to the announcement, leading to instability in the market and forcing the Bank of England to step in with emergency action to try to stabilise the economy. Yesterday, the bank announced it would buy billions of pounds of government bonds after a flurry of investors sold off their shares of government debt. And that trend appeared to continue following the PM's appearances on local radio this morning. This latest media round comes ahead of the Conservative Conference in Birmingham, which kicks off this weekend. Joining me now to discuss how it went for Liz Trust this morning and what's next is the Evening Standard's Deputy Political Editor, David Bond. First of all, David, obviously we've seen Liz Truss, some people have called it, come out of hiding this morning um, to come on BBC Local Radio. How do you think Liz did this morning? Uh, it certainly came out of hiding, didn't she? A series of back-to-back interviews with BBC Local Radio, starting with BBC Radio Leeds, and then eight sort of five-minute interviews with the various broadcasters. She has been accused of of hiding from the public over the last few days while there's been turmoil in financial markets and ever since that uh, mini-budget from her Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng last week. But I think she was very clear in her message this morning that the plan is the right one that was announced, despite obviously the Bank of England having to step in yesterday to prop up pension funds and the pound falling earlier in the week quite sharply to an all-time low. You know, she's defiant. She's going to press on. She's not for turning. She sort of channeled her inner Margaret Thatcher and said she was going to press ahead. That's it. And as you say, she did really double down on her plans. She's not going back on them. Is this what we expected, do you think? I think it is. I think it's very difficult for her to reverse out at this stage, I think. I mean, let's see how the markets respond. There may be further turbulence ahead. Plenty of economists and market analysts are predicting that there could be more trouble for the pound in the days ahead. We still don't know how the government is going to pay for this £45 billion worth of tax cuts, which Kwasi Kwarteng announced last week. All they're saying at the minute is that there will be a fiscal statement on the sort of medium-term fiscal plan 
at the start of November at the moment. This trust, quasi quantum, are not budging from that. They say they want to take time to prepare it all properly. So I think in many ways, uh, I don't think it was a surprise that she came out and, and sort of uh, said she would be sticking to the plan. Not to do so would have really uh, put the skids under her new government so soon after she's taken office in number 10 and would have just led to more blood in the water, really. I think I think there would have just been more calls for quasi quarting. You know, at the moment, Conservative MPs are privately questioning whether he can remain as Chancellor. But, you know, she's very clear that um, she backs the plan. Although, interestingly, in, in none of the interviews this morning, she wasn't actually asked if she backed quasi quarting. So we don't know exactly what she thinks, but I think it's implicit in the fact that she has said that uh, she backs his plan. Something that potentially was quite surprising was the fact that instead of going down the normal route of going to all the, the major London or certainly national news TV stations and radio stations, she went for local BBC radio. Do you think she and the government had underestimated the questioning she might receive? Possibly. I mean, I'm not actually clear on on, on why or how this arrangement came about. I think it might have been something which was arranged quite a while ago to tee up Conservative Party Conference, which of course starts this weekend. So she's not going to be short of scrutiny over the coming days. She will have to make a keynote address next Wednesday in Birmingham. Did they underestimate the questioning? Who knows? I think the problem is, is not necessarily the questioning she was getting. It was more the fact that each interview was only five minutes. And so it didn't really allow those presenters who all did a really good job, actually, the chance to really get stuck in in detail. It often meant that she would start off the next interview saying exactly the same thing, setting out how, you know, the government had to take action on inflation, had to take action on energy bills. And that's what they were doing. And it was all caused by Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. We heard the same message over and over again because of these sort of quick fire interviews that she agreed to do. That sort of meant that she could sort of get away with just repeating those messages. So I think in some, in one way, although um, she got taken to task by Radio Lancashire over fracking, which she may not have been expecting, they sort of didn't really get stuck into the whole question of the budget and the, and the financial turmoil. They, they focused very much on fracking, which is obviously a big issue for Lancashire because that's where two fracking sites that have so far been active are based. But apart from that, you know, she didn't really get a proper cross-examination. And it looks as though in response to her appearances on radio this morning, investors aren't convinced. It looks like they're continuing to sell their guilt. What can she do now to boost confidence? Well, I think it's that uh, what, you know, if you listen to what Ken Clark was saying, if you listen to former Chancellor Ken Clark, if you listen to what the former governor of the Bank of England, Mark Carney, told the Today programme this morning, I think a lot depends on this uh, fiscal plan that they're going to bring forward. There's already now a push from the Treasury to get government departments to make efficiencies. So clearly there's going to be a round of spending cuts, which will perhaps be used to partly pay for the £45 billion worth of tax cuts or certainly contribute towards that to reduce the borrowing needed. So I think that what most economists and sort of former chancellors are saying, look, you need to come forward with that plan sooner. So I think the market would definitely take some reassurance from that if they were able to do that more quickly. At the moment, it sounds like there's trust and quasi quarting aren't going to change that schedule. But let's see what happens if the markets react badly again or we see another fall in the value of sterling. They might have to act sooner. But I think the underlying tension, and this is what Mark Carney was talking about this morning, is this disconnect or this apparent contradictory 
view or direction that we're getting from the Treasury and Bank of England. So on the one hand, you've got the Bank of England, which is trying to manage inflation to bring it down by pushing up interest rates at the same time that the government is initiating tax cuts, which will then be inflationary. So you've got people pulling it, you've got the Treasury and the Bank of England pulling in different directions. And what happened yesterday with the the intervention from the Bank of England to prop up pension funds also is contradictory because, you know, that could be inflationary because quantitative easing, if you're just essentially printing money, that then leads to further inflation. So there is a real, real mess around the government's economic policy and the Bank of England's policy at the minute, which I think needs to be resolved. And until that's resolved, I think markets will continue to be extremely jittery. Let's go to the ads now. In part two, David discusses how some Conservative MPs are feeling about this week's developments. Largely, they are talking in private, whether they break cover next week. I think it's really interesting what will happen at Tory conference next week. You know, how much the government and ministers can sort of control the message, especially if things are looking even worse. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. So David, it does seem as if the PM is between a rock and a hard place. She could, in theory, U-turn on her plans, but it would be quite significant politically for her. Or she could not do that and things continue as they are. Do you think there's any chance of us seeing a U-turn? Well, not at the moment. I think, you know, she made it perfectly clear today that she is not for turning, that she is going to press ahead with the plan, that the plan is the right one. It's all about growth. And they are, for the time being, going to double down on that. Again, I think it so much depends on this is slightly out of their control because the markets have really taken fright at um, the lack of clarity around how they're going to pay for the tax cuts. And, you know, the markets were already febrile. And I think that's the point that so many people are mystified, so many economists are mystified as to why they would take a risk when the markets were already and the economy was already in such a precarious situation. And so I think while most people say, right, why don't you come out and say that we'll postpone those tax cuts, here's a plan for what we will do, when we will do it, we'll take stock some point later down the track and see if we can press ahead with these cuts. At the moment, they say, no, we've got to act quickly. We've got to get economic growth going. We've got to get productivity going to try and avoid a recession, which, of course, is, you know, according to the Bank of England, could already be underway in this country. And you mentioned behind closed doors, Tories are sort of voicing their discontent. Do you think following the performance this morning and following everything that's happened this week, really, 
We might see more Tory MPs come out to voice their frustration about the situation. A lot of Tory MPs are saying things privately at the moment. I actually spoke to one earlier this week who was prepared to go on the record and say the tax cut for the 45% top rate of tax, which they abolished last week, should be reversed. That should be now reinstated. They were very clear about that. Bob Neill, very senior Conservative. But largely they are talking in private, whether they break cover next week. I think it's really interesting what will happen at Tory conference next week. You know, how much the government and ministers can sort of control the message, especially if things are looking even worse, if the economic situation deteriorates or markets go into a spiral again. That will be really interesting. It's going to be a fascinating week next week to see how Liz Truss deals with it. She's presumably preparing to, again, just issue a real message of defiance to make it clear that, you know, this is the right medicine that the country has to take to get to where she wants it. And just finally, David, I mean, what do you think she needs to do to reassure Tory MPs going forward now? Obviously, she's quite popular because she was one of the top two candidates chosen. Do you think there's there's enough backing there and that enough conversations can be had to, to keep that support? Well, don't forget that the majority of Conservative MPs or the larger number of Conservative MPs in the first stage of the Conservative Party leadership campaign backed Rishi Sunak. You know, he was the comfortable winner among his fellow MPs and it was the Conservative members out in the country who backed Liz Truss. So she's already starting at a disadvantage. So she's already got plenty of people who are now either backers of Sunak or who were removed from cabinet. You think of people like Grant Shapps, Dominic Raab, big hitters who weren't offered a job in trust cabinet as she sort of rewarded her allies. So there's plenty of people there who might be prepared to sort of sharpen the knife and plunge it into her when the time is right. I think at the moment, most Conservative MPs are so worried about the sort of state of the economy and the potential for further contagion in the financial markets that I think they will try and limit the damage. They know how ludicrous this will be. They're already way behind in the polls, 70 points behind Labour, according to a UCAF survey earlier this week. Labour had obviously a very buoyant, united conference in Liverpool. And so they won't want to do anything else. They will want to try and put on a display of unity insofar as they can. But as you know, Keir Starmer said, they are not in control of the situation. And I think until the government satisfies the demand of a lot of Tory MPs to publish this fiscal plan for how they're going to deal, how they're going to pay for these tax cuts and give further detail, then I think that there will still be a lot of disaffection on the back benches. There's more news, interviews and analysis in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.